know that everyone has a goal and or vision that they are currently pursuing. Visions of greater love, expanded health, strengthened affluence, perhaps a combination of all three. And throughout the Science of Mind textbook, Dr. Holmes tells us or told us that it is your birthright to live in tremendous love, to live in boundless well-being and endless abundance, that anything you believe will bring greater good to your journey, providing it takes from no one, the universe will conspire to manifest that good as your journey. Now, we believe and we know that that's a very inspiring and motivating statement of truth to be certain. It is a simple statement, a simple direction, a simple truth. It is the implementation of such a simple and inspiring statement of truth which, say, which, let's say at times, feels simply complex. Would you agree? So we want to cut to the chase. Whatever vision of expanded good an individual holds for their journey, if the vision has not transcended from thought to form after repeated spiritual effort, there is a distinct possibility the individual has created an energy, a thought, a feeling around the stated goal which reflects, a, reflects an unexpressed thought. And the unexpressed thought is, I will be happy, I will be joyful, I will live in ex ecstasy when this, that, or the other manifests. I will be happy, joyful, and ecstatic at a date in other words, in this moment, because something I desire is not a physical aspect of my journey, I'm not a happy, joyful, and ecstatic spiritual being. And the direction that we have for this is also very simple. Your role as master creators, creating in alignment with the boundless possibilities of the good of source, is never, ever try and get more good into your experience. Your role, your natural state of being, is to always be the open and ever-expanding channel through which the boundless possibilities of good evolve and expands. In The Untethered Soul, Michael Singer wrote this. He said, when you are done playing with the temp temporal and finite, you will open to the eternal word happiness cannot describe your state. That's where words like ecstasy, bliss, liberation, nirvana, and freedom come in. The joy becomes overwhelming and your cup runneth over. This is a beautiful path. Be happy. Be happy. So perhaps we should also do a series on the Tao of Bobby what do you think? I'm going to borrow an analogy from the untethered soul. And so let's assume that for a moment that God, source, spirit, Aunt Bertha, is an individual personality. An individual. And now have you been communing with Aunt Bertha throughout this series?
decided to one day visit her creation. And she walks up to one fellow on the street and she says, hey, how's it going? How do you, don't you just love it here? And this guy says, well, love it? No. I tolerate it. I make do. I'll love it when I have the relationships, the high-paying jobs, the body like Will Smith and I, robot. And I get an amen. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll love it. And Aunt Bertha's like, all right then, good luck with that. And she moves on to the next person, and she asks, well, how's it going? Don't you just love it here? And she answers, why, yes, I do. The sky is the perfect color. The mix of people is fun and interesting. The animals have me smiling, laughing, all the time. There's always something going on in my journey which allows me to stretch and grow into a stronger person. It's all wonderful. I just love it here. Now, whom do you feel and believe that Aunt Bertha is going to want to hang out with? I just love it here person. Of course. Now, we know that God's presence, spirit, is responsive responsive and resonating energy, coalescing to the energy that we offer in the moment. This is why in the first of this series, we brought forward the idea of Bertha, boundless energy radiating through hearts, absolutely. We added the ant because, well, you know, Aunt Bertha has a more soothing ring to it. So what we want you to understand is all of the universe, all of the creative intelligent energy of life itself, whether you call this energy God, Yahweh, Spirit, Presence, doesn't matter. Whether you call it Bertha, it doesn't matter. It's prepared to rock your world. It's prepared to rock your world with an endless supply of good. All that is required, all that is required from you is to be happy. To be happy now to be overwhelmingly happy with just being the perfect spiritual being you have come to this journey to be, experiencing the joy of just being in alignment with presence for no other reason than you can. You can be in alignment with source. The individual's cup, their consciousness, does not run us over because they cannot get something toward it. That the cup does not run it over because they can't get their energy to flow out. You understand the difference? They can't experience the flow of the endless ecstasy of good because they hold that perception, that energy, that happiness is a demonstration of the external rather than an evolution of the internal, rather than an expansion of the spiritual being they are. Create from that truth. And Aunt Bertha's going to be going, look at them go. I want to hang out with them. I want to hang out with them. They're prepared to rock it. Which is title. More lessons in They're not there. Rock it. So I want to bring your attention to our affirmation card this week, which is from Michael Singer, and he wrote in the untethered soul, 
if experience is the best teacher, there's nothing that comes close to the experience of life. Humanity's individual life experience is built on the individual's perception. It is either perceived as joyful or not, happy or not, overwhelming ecstasy or not. And I find the or nots often come into play within someone's experience when they are holding on to that idea or belief that life will just be better. They'll be happy. Their happiness is contingent upon whether or not they materialize something within their journey. It is this false idea and belief which carries an undercurrent of energetic vibration. A, vi a vibration of not happy, of not having, an energetic vibration of are not. And that vibration being held within the focus of their consciousness quite naturally attracts even more of the of not. Esther Hicks said, look for good things about where you are. And in your state of appreciation, you lift all self-imposed limitations, and all limitations are self-imposed, and you free yourself for, for the receiving of wonderful things. Affirm for yourself, today, no matter where I am going, no matter what I am doing, no matter whom I am doing it with, I will allow my dominant intent to look for and find things that feel good when I see them, when I hear them when I smell them, when I taste them, when I touch them. It is my dominant intent to solicit from experience and exaggerate and talk about and revel in the best of what I see around me here and now. Now, isn't that, doesn't that have a better feel and a better energy than where we really want to be cautious and understand this direction is not about ignoring all that's going on in the journey. It's not about don't worry, be happy. It's about be happy and don't be impacted. It's about being the observer to the experience, operating from the awareness that everybody's going to have something that occurs in their experience time to time. And we want to look at those not as something that's impactful to our journey, something that's going to change our journey for the worse, something that we have to worry over. We want to look at those things and say, wow, this is a great time to be on this planet and be in alignment with source. This is a great time for me to exercise my spiritual authority. And look at this current Area and know that it is simply my opportunity to move through it, to move through it and put it behind me. See, when we look at it from that perspective, it's no longer impacting our happiness because we're looking at it from the perspective of being that powerful spiritual creator. Michael Stringer writes, make one basic underlying want to be happy or do you not want to be happy? 
That's your choice. Do you want to be happy, or do you not want to be happy? And we get it. Everybody has something that occurs in their journey from some, from time to time. We have ever, ever gone through those periods where it's like your life as a country record being played backwards. You know the old joke. The wife's left, the dog's died, the four-by-four has a flat. Got it? Everybody goes through that. But just because someone's going through that, that doesn't mean that that experience, issues such as that, they do require our attention. They require our energy. However, they do not require our happiness. They do not require our happiness. They require us to stand in our truth. They require us know that in this moment, I am going to choose to find things to appreciate, to stay centered in source. Every day, whatever's on your plate, anybody here without anything on your plate right now that you need to clear up? Right? Of course not. But ask yourself before you tackle that plate, whom does it serve if I am not happy? does it serve if I am not happy? You know, I haven't had email since Wednesday. It's been a nice respite. At first, I got a little nervous thinking, oh my God, nobody's emailing me anymore. And then I realized the server was down. It's a GoDaddy issue. In the midst of trying to fix it yesterday, our internet service goes down. So now I have two problems. We were out without internet all day. We had to talk to each other. But I had to make a decision. We had to make a decision. What are we going to do with this? How are we going to respond? And we wanted to respond from a point of power, from a point of peace. Did it impact us? Absolutely. Did it require taking our good energy from us. No, it did not. Because that is a choice. That is a choice. And so we can choose to be happy. And I'm, I'm going to share with you the impact of someone that actually practices this, no matter what's going on in their journey. And I have a quote from the greatest metaphysician of all time. You can see this person, and that you can just see that they demonstrate all the time. Right? And so the quote is from Tina Turner. Tell me her legs are not a demonstration of the good of God. Tina Turner said, My greatest beauty secret is being happy with myself. I don't use special creams or treatments. I use a little bit of everything. It's a mistake to think you are what you put on yourself. I believe that a lot of how you look is to, a, a, a lot about how you look is to do with how you about yourself and your life. Happiness is the greatest beauty secret. Now, most of us know Tina Turner's background. Started out with Ike, with a rocky relationship with slavery. Right? And where is she today? She's celebrating her, what was it, her 70th or 74th birthday, rocking in the crowd. Because she has learned to be happy 
with herself regardless of what was going on in her outer experience. She learned to commune with Source first, center herself in her power, and then work on creating those things on her vision, on her goals, on her dreams. That was the big thing, was for her to be happy first and allow that energy to serve as her guide. Wayne Dyer said, there is no stress in the world. We live in a stress-free world. That is what Wayne Dyer said. That there is no stress in the world. There is only people thinking stressful thoughts and then acting on them. Oh. Consider that. Without that to sink in, if I've got all this going on on my plate and I'm having these stressful thoughts and then acting on them, what is my contribution to the evolution of source? What is my contribution to the energy that's coming forward in that moment? And not only what is my contribution to the energy in that moment, but what is my energy attracting in that moment? My energy of not being happy with the circumstance. My energy of being frustrated with the scenario. This is when we take that step back and say, it doesn't serve anyone for me not to be happy. In the untethered soul, Michael writes, the beauty is, can experience ecstasy. And when you begin to feel this joy, that's when you'll know God's true nature. Then nobody will upset or disappoint you. Nothing will create a problem. It will appear as a part of the beautiful dance of creation unfolding before you. Your natural state will get higher and higher. You'll feel loved instead of shame. Instead of being unwilling to lift your eyes to the divine because of what you said or, or have done, you'll see the divine as a place of unconditional refuge. Unconditional refuge. So yes, we all have desires, we all have visions. All are valid. All are possible. What we want to ask you would it be all right with you? Would it be all right with you if the process of transcending the desire, the division, the vision from the spiritual realm to the physical realm, would it be all right with you if that process became just a little easier, a little less intense, perhaps even a little less dubious? Would that be okay? Hey, good, no parts. Good. So we're going to share the path to making this process more fun, more joyful, while simultaneously removing the intensity and the dubiousness. All this path requires is a willingness to spend your time in the embrace of the divine. Here's, here we go. Whatever your spiritual intention is right now to manifest, whatever the vision, whether it's more health, more love, more joy, more health, more wealth, whatever it is, keep it up. Keep it up. Keep doing the affirmative prayer work. Keep doing the visioning. Create your vision boards. Work 
with your magic boxes and affirmations. Affirmations, it's all good. It's all good. It will manifest. However, here's where the exercise comes in. Take an honest assessment of the time that you are spending in your spiritual efforts. Morning and evening prayer and visioning time. Would that be roughly 30 minutes? Maybe an hour? Just take note of whatever time and energy you are offering in the intent to demonstrate something. Something. Additionally, take into consideration the time spent in affirming Orthos intention throughout the day. Would that be an additional 30, 60 minutes total added to your spiritual efforts? Do you spend time focusing on your vision board? Or on your magic box at that time in as well. Whatever length of time and energy that you find you are offering through or the intention to fulfill something, cut the time in half. That's the first step. Cut the time in half. 60 minutes becomes 30. 30 minutes becomes 15, 15 minutes becomes seven and a half. If we're at seven and a half, we need to talk. The question becomes now, what will you do with all that extra time and energy? Well, you're still going to spend it. You're still going to express it in, in, a, in a spiritual intention, only now you're going to spend that time affirming your oneness with source. You're going to spend that time praying for and expressing appreciation for all the good, all the joy, all the happiness currently within your journey. You're going to affirm throughout the day, no matter where I am going, no matter what I am doing, no matter whom I am doing it with, it is my dominant intent to look for and find things that feel good when I see them when I hear them, when I smell them, when I taste them, when I touch them. It is my dominant intent to solicit from experience and exaggerate and talk about and revel in the best of what I see around me here and now. Make the decision to be happy, to be joyful, to be that expression of the ecstasy of the energy of spirit coming to life and that is what you have come here to do, no matter what is or what is not currently a part of your journey. Your dominant intent is always to express the joy of presence, to be the joy of presence. And look, should you feel the vibration of that intention, just slip in just a little. Just slip in just a little. Right? Ask yourself, whom does it serve for me to be unhappy? Raymond Charles Barker said, Your life becomes the thing you have decided it shall be. You have decided it shall be. Why not decide for your life to be happy and joyful now? Why not exist in an aura of energy and appreciation for what is right now in this current moment? energy of appreciation, gratitude, 
and love, just for the sake of loving, are the strongest vibration, vibrational energies of the universe. And they will attract to you, attract you, endless creative good that you get to choose what you will do with it. Much of humanity does a disservice to its true spiritual nature by focusing their spiritual creative intention on the getting of things rather than on evolving and expanding the energy of being. It is right, it is possible for you to have all that you desire. It is not the nature of the universe to withhold anything from you. It is the nature of universe, of the universe, source, spirit, and bertha, to effortlessly like energy, to like expressions of itself. And as you focus your spiritual intention on being happy, joyful, living in the ecstasy of the moment, the vibration of your energy exists within an indistinguishable, indistinguishable oneness with God. And it is within that energy, all in He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. I have this, 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 all going on for my journey. I won the gold record, the country record. He gets it. I promise you, even Michael Beckwith has stuff going on in his journey. But he makes Michael said, wrote, affirm all that you want is to be at peace and to appreciate life. 
don't want your happiness to be conditional upon other people. When you start making it conditional upon other people's behavior, you're in serious trouble. Look, you've got a pass now. You've got a pass in that it's in writing that your happiness is not conditional on the behavior of other people. And the Reverend has said, your happiness is not conditioned or is not conditional on that behavior of other people. So you can take these two things now and say, I'm going to live my life void of others' judgment. I'm going to live my life in the freedom of just being happy. And if somebody doesn't like that, if somebody wants to judge me, that's okay. I'm going to love them anyway. I'm going to be happy anyway. Because it feels good, and plus, I know it annoys the hell out of them. And that's really cool. It's okay for you to be happy. And it is okay for you to pursue your dreams and your visions. That's what you're here for. But we want to do it from a point of power, from a point of strength, and a point of joy, and the joy being the realization that we can create, that we are here to be that master creator in the now. So Oprah Winfrey said, what I know for sure is that you feel, what I know for sure is that you feel real joy in direct proportion to how connected real joy in direct proportion to how connected you are to living your truth. Your truth is that you're a perfect expression of source. Your truth is it's now time, it's okay to let go of all those things that you're trying to do to make someone else happy. It's okay now to let go of all those things that you thought you had to do in order to experience happiness. Let it all go. The only thing you have to do is live in your oneness with source. The only thing you have to do is take the time to connect with source energy first to experience the happiness of being that expression of pure spirit that point of consciousness to begin to create. You'll find, I promise you, you'll find, when you begin focusing your creative intention on expanding the oneness, the happiness, the joy of being at one with Source, what you desire in the external is going to change. What you thought wind up creating is something far more than you ever imagined. Something far greater than you ever thought possible. And you, and you will create it simply from a place of consciousness of joy. That is how you rock it. So ends our lesson.